This is the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. We hope that you find it encouraging, motivational, and beneficial to you in your day-to-day walk. For all your Prove Yourself Right needs, please follow us on all social media platforms. Also become a subscriber through ACAST, which you can find in a link in our descriptions and our bios through our social medias. Thank you for your time. Thank you for supporting the Prove Yourself Right podcast. Enjoy this episode. Welcome. I'm Jonathan Rose, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host Shay, and this is the Prove Yourself Right podcast, Sunday Sermons edition. And we bring you another message from Pastor Darius Daniels of the Change Church. Uh, He went on a hiatus, and now he's back, uh, replenished his mind, body, and soul, and he dropped a great message on us this morning. And the message was titled, I Want Out, and it came from Exodus chapter 3, verse 7. And I want to start this off by first asking my beautiful co-host, how you doing this morning, Shay? Doing great. Excited about the word. A great word today. All right. So our first two topics of discussion that I want to unpack is when he said, what you are able to walk into is determined by what you are willing to walk out of. And I tagged advancement to that. And also the art of exits. You cannot... Walk out of one space without walking into another. Come on. So when we all think of advancing and and surpassing certain thresholds that we feel like we come across in life, you have to be able to understand that you're going to walk out of one space into another. And within doing that, each space has its own trials, hardships, and challenges that you will have to face. Mm-hmm. And if what Pastor was saying today, you're suffering upgraded your standard sometimes we don't understand that our hardships we call them battles at times mm-hmm. are our learning threshold achievements mm-hmm. so you achieve by going through that storm challenge adversity and we also sometimes articulate blessings as something that just rains down falls in our lap not something that we grossed mm-hmm. in a sense of our process so this morning, he just made me understand your suffering upgraded your standard. The reason I moved differently is because I chose to change my path and I embraced the next path that I went on wholeheartedly. I didn't bring baggage or energies or characteristics from a path that didn't serve me. And some of us don't want to reframe ourselves because we sometimes don't like the person that we look like in the mirror, but that's the person you really need to develop and come to understand as your Mm -hmm. new self. Mm -hmm. Because if I think about it, younger me, every time I started to change, I went, I reverted back to my default setting of self because I didn't give the new look time to grow Mm -hmm. on. It's like, people look at me now, oh, J-Rose, we had a low cut to now having the high top. Exact same understanding. Yeah. I ain't had no problem with my low cut. Some people were cool with that look, but I got my flat top, my high top, and I, I like that a little bit better. And I learned to adapt and grow into it because I wanted it. Mm-hmm. So now, when it comes to blessings, understanding, and grossing things in life, why don't we stick stuff out long enough until it starts to look good? Why do we get so regressive and mm-hmm. insecure just because hard times get hard? That's what that's what they that's are. They, they call hardships for a reason. They ain't call easy ships. Come on. So when we have to endure, we also got to understand seeing things all the way through. And my last thing I want to tie into it before we get to really breaking this down, babe, is when Pastor said this. 
being confused can make you think that being stuck is normal. Whew. And I tag normalizing avoidable hardships. What do you think about that, bud? I think that everything you hit on was so great. Mm -hmm. And just to elaborate on it, I think, you know, the enemy wants us to be stuck. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He wants us to feel like we can't change our situation or to normalize our situation because then it'll lead to suffering. Mm -hmm. And what Pastor said is when it leads to suffering, then it leads to sin. Mm -hmm. Because sin is used to medicate pain we don't know how to handle. Oh, right. You know, and so I thought that was so important because there's so much in culture's way of living that we challenge. You know, mm -hmm. we have those discussions. 100%. We'll say trying living walking the walk that we're in right now living the life that we're in today we know the level of effort tough talks trials hard times that came into what looks like to everybody else who wasn't in it mm -hmm. smooth yeah great easy you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. we know that there's nothing about it that was smooth or easy right and while it's great because we've earned it and we invested in it we knew that it didn't always come with great times and so what the enemy is doing so well, I find, and we talked about it just earlier this week, is he's allowing people to normalize sit, sitting on a level that God never wanted to be normal. Mm. God always wanted more for us. He always wanted us to, you know, strive for more and and not normalize the things that are kind of toxic, right. you know, in culture and things that actually don't produce the fruit that we want for our lives. And I want to tag to that because just like you said, we've normalized avoidable hardships. And mm -hmm. also pastor said today, paralysis within process. And I tag lack of belief to that. Sometimes our framing and our perception of what we're enduring mm -hmm. curses us yeah. in a sense. Yeah. Everything's out there for you. What did, what did I start off the conversation talking about? Your suffering upgraded your standard. Come on. That's, only if you choose it to. It can also downgrade your standard. Whew. You can be going through so much that you be like, oh, well, I'm worthless. So I'm going to always settle for worthless. That is a soul on you settling for something that was not meant for you. 100%. And what we always say, God, the God we serve is a God of choice. So mm -hmm. if you choose to settle, he has to allow you to settle because that was what you defined as your life. 100%. That was your belief over yourself. 100%. That wasn't what he intended. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the difference. I think we see people who are around us, our environment, for lack of better words. Mm -hmm. And I think when our environment perpetuates a normal lifestyle that isn't the lifestyle God wants for us, and you're trying to do what God wants for you, it feels like it's resistance. Yeah. It feels like there's something holding you back. And it's a hard evaluation to do to say, I love all of you that are around me, but maybe you guys aren't meant to be on this journey with me. Oh, and you going so deep. Now, I want to talk about when Pastor said, you don't always win using strength. You will need to know also how to apply strategy. Come on. Sometimes we think we so struck, uh, so tough. Mm -hmm. and we we go out here in front of our friends, in front of the world, and we, oh, no, I got it, I got it. And then behind the scenes, cry and, and mope a little bit and... Mm -hmm. Somewhat like lose faith and lose uh, self-efficacy. Mm -hmm. Our self-efficacy in ourselves be like, oh, I'm going to show up tomorrow, but I, 
It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna do much. Come on. Why you believe that? Yeah. So what Pastor told us today, preparation shows faith. Yeah. So within our walk and just my own personal, I started to understand. Okay, when times got hard, let me start preparing for what's to come because it's got to be a breakthrough coming. Mm-hmm. Pastor taught us that in um, past sermons. A breakthrough comes after you've weathered your storm. Yeah. So if you're in the midst of a storm, get your mind prepared for what's to come because it's it's gonna be abundant if you see if you see it through. hundred percent. But if you stay in that storm and you hold your umbrella and you you stop your feet, you just gonna sit in and it's gonna seem like life is what we articulate as. Oh, mm-hmm. this is my life. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's the life that you settled for in your regressive understanding of your progression. A thousand percent. Because God, I mean, Pastor told us today, the first step to an exit is desire. What do we desire from our lives? We can go out here and desire bags, material things, blah, 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 but you can't desire a, a better life for yourself in the smallest sense. If you, if it's relationships, it's a better relationship out there for me. If it's jobs, career, it's a better career field out there that fits my credentials. Mm-hmm. But that's the hardest understanding to get. But if it's like, ooh, that bag, I can see myself getting that bag. Okay, what's what's so simplistic of that achievement to the other achievements that also come from within characteristics? So something about monetary and tangible things give us this simplicity. No matter, some tangible things are out of our reach, to be real. Yeah. But for some reason, as humans, we break it down as it's obtainable. Mm-hmm. Instead of the things, like I say, progressive takes work takes uh, disciplines, takes strategy to do. We don't see those as as obtainable because they're more longevity built. It's more process oriented. It's not going to happen in a purchased like understanding. You, I can't just go in there and bing, boom. Okay, I bought that. It's mine now. Mm-hmm. When when you apply process and strategy, strategy might take a year. Strategy might take six months. Strategy might take 31 days, 32 days. Sometimes in our humanistic understanding, that's too long. 100%. You hit it right on the head. The difference with saying you want a car or this really nice luxury bag or those things as opposed to saying I want a better life for myself and breaking down what that looks like and the areas that I need to get better is that the buying the item, the tangible items, I don't have to change at all. Mm. Nothing about my insides and who I am and my character has to improve. I can just save for a little bit or not save and bite the bullet and do it anyways. And that's the big difference. I think we're a lot more resistant to the fact that the real, the long game, playing the long game, mm-hmm. and the real uh, fulfillment that comes from making the changes on the inside of us, we're so afraid of doing that. And we're so afraid of staying the test of time. And why do you think we're afraid of doing that? Is it sim- uh, something like what Pastor said today? Am I romanticizing something that's destroying me? I think it has to do with romanticizing the things that are destroying us because what we think those things say about us. Mm. And I also think it's because we move with the lack of faith. Speak on. You know what I'm saying? Like Pastor really pointed it out today that anytime God had provision for us or whatever we got a prophetic word, we it meant that we needed to go into preparation. It meant that we needed to follow a strategy to get the reward on the other side of us, the other side of that. Mm-hmm. But who wants to do that? Who wants to do the work? There's so few of us who really do the work in all areas and really say, God, I know you're with me during this 
this moment that is so uneasy, so uncomfortable. I know you've got great things on the other side of this for me, and I know you're gonna get me through it. Not necessarily change it right now, but give me the strength and the tools to get through it, and down the line, I'm gonna use those tools for abundance. Oh, and that's so right what you're saying, and I wrote down something that applies to that also. Pastor said today, God doesn't always answer your prayers with words. Mm -hmm. Sometimes he answers with work. And that's basically what you just said. A thousand percent. You spoke it, but you was like, okay, God, in these in these next couple months, couple days, couple weeks, I'm going to work towards something. Come on. If it's right, navigate me and give me the sense of that I'm on the right path. Mm -hmm. If I'm not, deter me, Lord, and send me and uh, navigate me down a different route. And that takes a lot of spiritual consciousness because you have to know when it's God and when it's the devil. And what we talked about before we came on here is us developing our discernment. For sure. What I talked about before, preparation shows faith. So we understood, okay, I'm going to pray and I'm going to prepare because mm -hmm. I know it's coming because I already I'm, I'm in a hardship. I'm in a storm right now. Mm -hmm. What I believe from the God that I serve, something abundant is coming. Mm -hmm. I got to get there. Mm -hmm. We got to kind of influence more people to take that understanding because of the world we live in and social media and all that of our human nature goes into this unpacking right here. Some people want to get where you are not understanding why you are still not satisfied with where you are. We all look at each other in, a, in some type of judgmental sense and comparison sense. I'm yeah. sorry, it's just a human characteristic. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just like you, you just said with the bags. Mm -hmm. It ain't the commercials that got us with the bags. It's sis that I seen on my way to work with the bag and the way she was wearing the bag that made me think, why don't I have one of those? Yeah. That's um, our humanistic understanding. And what that passage I just spoke of breaks down is when we're tying our satisfactions to others, we're not doing self-work. Mm -hmm. So going back into what you said, we also got to understand don't always get into this romanticizing something that's destroying you. Come because on. if you want it, just go get it for self. If you want it because the world seemingly is leveling up over leveling up over us. We, yeah. we think we're being we're being leveled up on and we're we're stuck. You're not stuck. Everybody's moving at different paces and um speeds. You just gotta understand, keep moving yourself. Don't stop because if you're looking at other people, your feet stop when you're looking around. Come on. So what pastor's trying to get us to do with this whole unpacking of this sermon is to center our focus. Yeah. Your suffering upgraded your standard. It didn't upgrade the standard of the world. Your suffering upgraded your standard. What we are enduring, we need to upgrade and understand and take those learning and lesson plans and blueprints of our process-oriented work and move past it. Instead of still finding that one insecurity about, man, look at that family across the street. You always get distracted. Mm -hmm. and, or we always get distracted as humans and pastor said it again in the, in the passage today he said we must stop falling in love with things that distract us from our dysfunction and start the process of healing from it Ooh. we are so easily distracted that we forget that we had an action plan come on but your action plan got messed up because you seen Joe down the street uh, action plan coming to fruition first so now our whole action plan got threw out the window because he achieved his own goal. Your own goal could still be achieved even if he achieved his. A hundred percent. And instead of seeing them achieve theirs and that be the encouragement for you, sometimes we take the lateral route and we have an insecurity mm. and we feel uncomfortable and we're just trying to, like you said, deal with that distraction. And I think that's the part that Pastor talked about when he said sin is 
use to medicate pain, Ooh. we should just be addressing that pain. Right. We should just be figuring out what causes that and then building a life around us that helps us to ensure that it actually is being handled or to keep it at bay in a sense because we know, oh, you know, I'm still healing or dealing with that thing. Yeah. So I want to build a life that doesn't make me feel like I'm falling in or leaning on the side of dealing with that temptation or mm. dealing with that pain or, or, or mismanaging that pain and temptation, right? right? So it's about positioning ourselves for success and focusing ourselves on God. I like that. And uh, I want to throttle down and speak on this topic from this morning. God doesn't give financial abundance. He does give creative abundance in which you use to grossly financial abundance. Yeah. What I articulated from that is just understanding prayer and understanding uh, lifestyle walks. Mm -hmm. Me and you can only be me and you. Mm -hmm. So what we gross and how we see ourselves grossing it is based on, for basically us, y'all, I'm just talking about me and Shana, our spiritual route and how we see blessings flowing in our life. 100%. So the passage was God doesn't give financial abundance. Well, that means we can pray, we can pray for financial abundance, but we still have to go out there and apply look for advancement in our jobs, look for promotion, mm -hmm. try to do a little bit more second stream of income. Like the yeah. prayer is, is good. It's the, it's the blueprint. Mm -hmm. Now you have to be able to do the works that goes into putting that blueprint together. Okay. What kind of wood do we, if you build in the house, what kind of wood do we need? What kind of foundation do we need to lay? How level is the foundation going to be? Now you got to start assessing and applying the action parts to it. And that's the hardest part for us as humans to get to is the action plan. 100%. We can all manifest the, the prayer. We can all manifest the blueprint. It's just putting it into action. We don't even know where to get the materials. We don't know where to start. These are the materials is what pastor is telling us. He does not, he does give creative abundance. He's going to give us thoughts, actions, and understandings of how to work out what we're trying to get work, worked out. But mm -hmm. we have to go and do it without the fear of failure. Some of us tiptoe because we're like, oh, I, I ain't really for sure with that. Me doing some opposite besides football. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know what that looked like. So I'm going to tiptoe. No, you got to go into it with the passions that you have because that's how I've always grossed everything. I became a good football player by being confident in what I did. Come I didn't on. go into it tiptoeing until I figured it out and it got a little bit easier, more understanding. No, I dove into it, took the trials and errors and applied what I learned, my shortcomings applied. Okay, that doesn't work. I'm going to try this next time. And, and through that understanding and unpacking, I started to gain gross and get fulfillment. So Oof. that was just a, a statement that I, I wanted to unpack right there. I love that. And I think that that's absolutely right. Because what it also shows too was the, it's not just that in the instance you use that God gave you football, he gave you passion. Mm. So it's the passion that you can apply to anything. Yep. You applied it to the one thing and was successful. But what he shows is that you can apply it to anything and be successful. Right. Because that's the thing that God gave you. The other thing that I wanted to, to point out as we throttle down is when Pastor talked about favor comes from God. Mm. You know, and that we can sometimes think that favor comes from the thing giving us favor. Whether it's a person, whether it's an entity, whether it's a field. We can think that that's the thing giving us favor and forget that it's God using that thing, mm. you know? Forget that it's God using that person. In your case, forget God was using football. Right. But favor is always coming from God, and he's always looking for the next thing to use to give us favor and show us favor, as well as using us to give favor to others. So I thought that was so interesting, Pastor talked about that, because it's so easy to forget that favor comes from God and nothing else. 
You know, when he said we have to be mindful and have discernment because sometimes what, when he's using people to give us favor, that favor lasts as long as their insecurity to be kept at bay. Mm. So, so long as they're okay with you not growing, okay with you not leveling up, okay with how they view you and you staying in that box, they're going to continue to give you favor. But when you start to notice that it makes them feel uncomfortable and that favor isn't going coming through them, you have to trust that God's going to use something else and someone else because favor only and always comes from God. And whatever happens with that person, God will deal with them. And that's between them and God. That's nothing to do with us. But we just got to stay the course, put one foot in front of the other, lead, lean into faith and lean onto God. 100%. And that just goes back to what I was saying about knowing how to apply the tools so you can utilize them in your life. Come on. God, uh, pastor, and, and God doesn't send people into our lives to hinder us. You must know how to utilize those people and know and be discerning enough to know when those people are no longer useful to you. Come on. Because everybody, one thing about the human or humans, we fluctuate. You can be a good person this year, two years, three years, 20 years down the road. Your your life's experiences can mold you into something different. And the people connected to you must see that. Yeah. So if those people don't have discerning ways, you're going to bring down a lot of people connected to you un, unconsciously. Yeah. You're not meaning to. Your life just done shifted in a path that people got to understand, okay, we need to help him realign or her realign back to where their good is. Because mm -hmm. right now, they're not, they're not in a good space, but... We carrying them alone. Come on. And what they say about uh, you're only as strong as your weakest link, right? Come on. So it can be a full hundred link chain, but the 99th link is separated, got a chip in it. It's eventually going to make all the other links come apart because exactly. of that one deficit. So it's also knowing your people. And that's why I say divine pairing um, and divine relationships. It ain't got to be to an intimate partner. Checking on your siblings, checking on your best friend, checking on your friends in general, in general, that is a purposeful work. A hundred percent. Because you never know what a checkup can trigger. Mm -hmm. it's, it's with me. When I got with Shayna, conversation was my, my door opener. Mm -hmm. The longer we talked, the more vulnerable I got, but you had to be able to endure the conversation. Mm -hmm. And she was willing to do that, which opened up a different side of me. And that I needed and I, I didn't realize how to open it up but nobody endured conversation with me long enough for me to even understand that that was what I needed so that was my quote unquote uncomfortable moment yeah. when I get uncomfortable what, what you try to do you try to go back to your default setting what you know and what keeps you comfortable in your realm of understanding mm -hmm. I didn't understand I was like man what does she really want we just talking in circles and then we got to a point I think we were talking about grandma and next thing you know I got to ease over myself. I was like, oh, right. she want to, I can talk about Grandma with ease. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we got to do, get to. We got to get to our graceful moments in which we are comfortable in unpacking hardships mm -hmm. and things that happen to us. Because at the end of the day, uh, the last statement that I spoke on, we must stop falling in love with things that distract us. When we get hurt, we can't replace hurt with distractions yeah we need to replace hurt with purposeful healing yeah. and we know that but what does a distraction do it gives you temporary fulfillment i call it the one percent uh satisfiers mm. it's like oh it's it's nothing really good about it but it'll give me a a sense of good in this one area yeah but you just unpack that it's gonna give you a world of problems but it'll give you a sense of satisfaction 
And we'll take a sense of satisfaction before we do a real pros uh, prosperous healing process. Yeah. And like I said, it's the human nature of us, but it's discipline, y'all. We got to work at that. Yeah, being by myself, I'm going to be lonely for a month, two months, three months, maybe a year. But the abundance that's going to come from that growth and understanding, you won't be able to uh, procreate nowhere else. Come on. It'll only come through this difficult understanding of a process. But the process is only difficult because it serves you. Come on. You just hit on everything right there. I don't know what you're saying. That's it. And I just wanted that breakdown. And I appreciate Pastor Darius and the Change Church for that uh, unpacking this morning in the sermon. It was just right on time. And that's why we come, we come here to get different ideas to kind of entice us to think differently, to think on yeah. a different level and to better have understanding for different situations, circumstances, places, and spaces. Mm -hmm. And that's, I, you just hit on everything. I ain't got yeah. nothing to add. I just feel like I'm excited for the series. I think it's, like you said, great timing. And I know there's going to be a lot of good mindset shifts for myself mm -hmm. after this. And I'm excited to unpack it with you. We pray that everyone takes this message and runs with it and gets something fulfilling from it. But last thing I want to leave y'all with is transcending people with scarcity mindsets. If you feel like it's a limited amount of resources in this world, that if you don't, if somebody else gets it, you don't, you will never be able to keep up in this world. Yeah. And you will forever be in a cycle of insecurities because you keep thinking it's a lack of everything you want in this world. Yeah. Everything you want is a lack of. And you always, two seconds later, get into it. <laughs> somebody on. always beat you a second right before I was going to get there, Lord, or somebody else came and got it. It's still one on the table for you because we all have individualized, purposeful journeys on this earth. Mm-hmm. No other person is connected to us in which they can take something off of our plate that God has ordained for us. Thank you. Believe it, understand it, and go get it. You don't have to prove anything to anyone, but you will always have to prove everything to yourself. God bless. God bless.